What's up, world? It's your favorite cousin, Miguel Caldwell. In this life, something is always brewing. So let's just start the conversation. Sit back, take a sip. You are tuned into Miguel's Black Coffee, the podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? It is my favorite time of the week. Once again, it is time for Miguel's Black Coffee. And today, before I jump into the episode, I want to send a shout out to my cousin, Simone Caldwell. We call her Tika. Um, But today's episode reminds me a lot of Tika because me and Tika are what they call the old souls. (laughs) And Tika is also one of the strongest people I know. So I just wanted to send her a shout out um, today. So... Let's not waste any time. Let's go ahead and jump into this Miguel's Black Coffee. So today's topic is one that I think that everybody can relate to in some capacity. Um, I feel like this topic is so appropriate, especially in the year 2020. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's like there's been so much happening and it's happening back to back to back. Like it's, it's just so much um, today, I want to talk to people who feel one of, t- one of two ways. So the first way is you feel like once things finally start to look up or things finally start to like settle in, you're finally happy, you're finally content, then boom, here goes some, you know, some bull. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure most people have been there. Um, and also... I want to talk about the people who, or talk to the people who feel like it's constantly something. Like it's always bull after bull after bull, and you just cannot seem to catch a break ever. And I want to talk about that today because I feel like this year of alone, we've had so many, so many events and so many things occur. Um, and it's been like these back to back things. And if it ain't one thing, it's another. <laughs> like it's it's you know it's been one of those years that is just so much. And I know even for me, I scroll down my timeline on Facebook, Twitter, all that, and I just see so much happening to so many people. And I'm like, just wow. Um, people in my personal life, you know, are becoming so overwhelmed by like death. Um, is when I see a lot. I have seen RIP so much within like families, um, with my friends, with just the communities, um, all that. So it's definitely, it's definitely, um, a lot, a lot happening. We also in the middle of the pandemic still <laughs> like who knew we would have all still had masks on at the end of the year. Like I know I thought the mask thing was like, you know, maybe a few weeks, few months. Well, not even a few months. I, I expected a few weeks, but here we are, you know, we're still in the pandemic we just came out of the presidential election and while we are grateful for the outcome, it was still, you know, a very, very, um, very stressful, very stressful event um, to go through this year in particular because of everything else that's kind of been happening. Um, there's just constantly something. And I mean, even just outside of like that global perspective of the things that are happening in our world, our personal lives, you know, have also taking a hit from the things that stem from everything that is going on. I know so many so many people, anxiety and depression is just so heightened right now because there's so much happening and it's so much to to balance. And it's a lot. It's a lot. And I think that that's one thing we have to recognize. We have to recognize that it is a lot. You know what I'm saying? So we all know those people 
we all know those people who are too positive. Like, come on now, girl. You so positive that you you because you ain't never going through nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's sometimes it's so important for us to say, you know what? There's a lot going on right now. That doesn't mean that we're giving up. That don't mean that we're letting it win. It just means that we recognize that things are are happening. Things are happening. And I know for me personally, I've been in a spot where it's felt like, dang, I could just give up. <laughs> like, this is it. Like, I, what, what, what is the reason? Um, but today, my friends, I want to talk about not giving up. But why we have to roll with the punches that life is giving us. Because if anything, life ain't going to stop punching. It's going to start punching harder, to be real, because with new levels come new devils. I think I heard Steve Harvey say that. But it's so true. When you start reaching new heights, you have to fight new battles because it's constant elevation. So when you feel like there's so much going on, it's constantly so much going on, it's because you, you're elevating. You're elevating. Um, so today... It's all about rolling with the punches and knowing that there is light at the end of the tunnel. But it's important that we know you got to persevere to make it to that light. You have to persevere. You may have those moments where you're just walking through like, oh, it's smooth. Like, thank you, Lord. But there's also going to be those moments where you're like, God, where are you? <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, what what's happening? Um so you know what? Let's go ahead and get into this Miguel's black coffee. If it ain't one thing, y'all know the rest. <laughs> As I've mentioned before, I grew up primarily with my grandparents. Um, since I can remember, I have always been called the old soul. I remember hearing them when I was little, like, what? What are people talking about? What is an old soul? Like, why well, I got to have an old one? You know, like I didn't know what what they meant by that. But I remember always hearing it. Um but of course, now I know why, <laughs> and it could not be the furthest thing from the truth. It is the truth. Um, I am indeed an old soul. Anybody that make t-shirts, I want you to make me a t-shirt to say "old soul" across the top because <laughs> that is me. That is me. Um, growing up with older people, you pick up a lot of their vernacular, their behaviors, try to eating habits. Like you, you really do. Um, and one thing that I really remember. My grandma's saying, and then I hold on to a lot, and I can honestly still hear her saying it in my head, even today, was, Lord have mercy. If it ain't one thing, it's another. <laughs> we've all, we've all um, heard that. We've all heard that. But, you know, when I was little, I didn't really grasp, grasp what the world my grandma was talking about. Like, huh? What she mean if it ain't one thing? Like, huh? But... Once I started approaching adulthood, I too found myself declaring, if it ain't one thing, it's another. <laughs> I have found myself there. And what what it means is that life sometimes be throwing so much at you. And it's so hard to manage all of it and keep up with everything that's being thrown. So you get to the point where you're just like, if it ain't one thing, it's another. And that's the basis of the saying. Um, and I'm sure we've all heard older family members say it, and they've passed it on down to us. You running through the stack of bills. Lord, if it ain't one thing, it's another. You looking at the news. Lord, if it ain't one thing, it's another. Like, it's just, <laughs> that's just one of one of those things where it's just like, 
it kind of just sums it up. When you can't say nothing, you can always say, if it ain't one thing, it's another. Um, so um, when things really start to get tough and there's a lot being thrown at us, a lot of times our instinct is to fight. It is. And I, I know a lot of people who do fight. And I just want to shout out to those people who are fighting through because it's tough. But I don't think that we recognize the fact a, a lot of the times that you are fighting. So I want to shout y'all out and let y'all know I might not, I ain't y'all battle buddy right now because I have my own battles going on. <laughs> but I am on the sidelines and I am cheering you on. I'm here for you. Keep up the good fight. Um, but even when we're fighting, sometimes we feel so defeated that we don't even consider whether or not we're going to throw in the towel. We start trying to think of how we're going to throw in the towel. Um, I remember my first semester of college, um, I had made up in my mind that I was done. There was, listen, y'all, there was so much happening. I mean, the financial situation wasn't right. Um, my Mimi was at home sick, you know, like I was homesick. Classes was bananas. Like, whew, it was a lot. And so it got to the point where I wasn't considering whether or not. I was leaving college. I was thinking, okay, what do I have to do? And I had three game plans and I chose the first one, the one that made the most sense. And I went with it, but I'm so grateful to God that he restored my fight, you know, because had it not been for that, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I am in probably the, I feel like I'm in the best position possible. And even though it's still tough, even though I still fight, now I I know my why, and I know that this fight is worth it. So I want to just be grateful for a minute for my fight being restored, my fight being restored. And I want to encourage somebody else today. Don't throw in that towel. Instead, take that towel, <laughs> and you use that towel to wipe off your sweat. Wipe the sweat off and get back in that ring because the fight is not over. The fight is not over. You still have to fight to the finish. Um, and when we do fight, y'all, we are simply preparing ourselves for bigger battles. Because like I said, the new levels, the new devils, the battles get bigger. But when you really fight and you give that fight your all, you preparing yourself for the battles that are to come. You're preparing yourself for those battles that are to come. Um, there's a Whitney Houston song that she did late in her career. I'm not sure if y'all heard it, but it's called I Didn't Know My Own Strength. It's a great song um, that Whitney really, really put together. And then two, considering everything that, you know, we've seen in the public eye that Whitney Houston has gone through and for her to still be able to stand here and, you know, create an album and, and go and perform it. It was big. So this song, you know, was was really powerful to me. I didn't know my own strength. And in every tough situation I've been in, I can relate it back to that song because going into the battle, we don't know what we're capable of going into the battle. We have no idea. But the fight reveals that to us. You beating through a punch, you didn't know. I didn't know I could do a right hook like that. <laughs> you know, not literally, but the fight reveals your capabilities to you because you end up tapping into something that you didn't even know that you had. That's why it's important to fight, because if you don't fight, there are some things that you wouldn't even know that you were capable of doing, some battles that you didn't even know that you could win. Going in, we never know what we're capable of. We think we do, 
but the fight really does reveal it to us and if you give up you will never know how strong of a fighter you are you'll never know your capabilities in that capacity and so we have to fight in our storms we have to and and speaking of the storms um i love the metaphor and it's, it's weird um but i love the metaphor of when we're going through tough times and we refer to those tough times as a storm because when you think about it that's truly what it is it's a storm um when i was younger you know i'd say that a lot <laughs> i love I love, you know, relating things back to when we're younger because that's such a foundational period. And so I, I'm grateful to God and to my family that I'm able a lot of times to relate things back to when I'm younger because that means that that foundation was strong. Even when I don't feel like it was, um, that foundation was strong because if it wasn't, I couldn't sit here and constantly relate things back <laughs> to when I was younger. Um, so I'm, I'm really grateful for that. But when I was younger mm, and it was storm outside, my grandma would cut off the TV and all the lights, and we had to sit there in the dark, don't talk, and let the storm pass over. And let the storm pass over. Now, <laughs> my church goal was noted. That's a good point. <laughs> but let me get into why um, I wanted to bring up this analogy. I hate it that as a kid i used to hate, like why the tv is just grandma is just raining a little thunder like come on now let us watch um these bt sitcoms all day like please um i hated it and it was something that we always did though but i don't care what my grandma how good her stories had got on tv or how good the phone conversation was when it started storming outside everything was no we in the dark we quiet that's it and um, whenever the storm passed over, then we went back to what it was that we were doing prior to the storm. Now, I want to connect that to the storms in our own lives. We have become a people who are constantly keeping busy. We do everything we can to stay busy, stay booked. So we being so we're so busy that when it starts storming in our lives, we don't take that time anymore to turn that TV off. Shut off that noise. The t Turning the TV off is a symbol of shutting out the noise. When you're going through your storm, you don't need to be worried about who posted what on Facebook, who man doing this with who woman. Like, shut out the noise. Turn off those lights. <laughs> Hang up that phone and sit there in the dark and let that storm pass over but instead of that we try to find ways around the storm in order to proceed with our regularly scheduled life and then we wonder why we come back in the house wet come on somebody <laughs> like you going out in this storm when you should have sat in that house and let that storm do its job but instead we want to go on with our lives but now we're wondering why we're wet and not literally wet but why do we have remnants of the storm still on us Ooh, that's good. <laughs> okay, I okay. Hold on now, cause that was good. I hope y'all caught that. That was yes, yes. So, um, I want to encourage y'all today to sit in the dark, shut out the noise, and let the storm pass over. Because listen here, my favorite thing about the storm 
is that it doesn't last forever. The storm does not last forever. The sun has got to shine again. The storm simply just comes to do what it does, and then it's over. But you got to let it do what it do. You got to let it do what it do. Um, I think it's so important that we go back to that from our childhood, where we had to sit in the dark in the storm. Um, and, you know, this is just an analogy, like I said. So not literally child is running outside. Let me sit down and not say a word and let the storm. Like, <laughs> yes, but <laughs> I'm connecting it to the storms in our lives, you know, because when you go out in that storm, the road conditions are not good. And, you know, it's all wet out there and you wet now and you got to have all this extra gear. When you could have just sat there and let it pass over and you don't have to worry about none of that so a lot of times we make our battles last long we make our battles worse on ourselves because we simply did not take the time did not take that necessary time so in your life when it's storming you feel like a lot's happening there's so much going on you need to assess it say hold up let me turn out this noise let me sit here in this dark and let me let this storm pass because the storm going to pass. Um, and another point I want to mention to um, moving into another idea here is the importance of the people that we surround ourselves with. The people that we have to sit in the dark with while the storm going on. You have to have people around you who want to help you. Who want you to win who want to help you succeed, people who want you to thrive. You have to have those people in your life. And, you know, I'm a firm believer in moving in silence. Um, I don't think that things should be revealed until they are well underway, set in stone, pretty much ready to release. We should be a little tight-lipped, I think, for me personally. I know it works for me personally. Um, and everybody be like, I ain't, uh, mm. <laughs> some people, Some people, too, y'all move in silence very loud. If you know what I mean, you're saying you're moving in silence, but you, everybody know what you got going on. That's not silent, baby. That's not silent. <laughs> um, I mean, I do believe, you know, that what is for you is for you, but I also know that energy works and there are people who do not want to see you when energy is so important. Um, and a personal example in my own life would be when I wrote my first novel, um, Rise Above. So I was like, I was super young and I was like 15. And um, I remember having this idea, you know, when I was 15, Black Lives Matter was uh, already a, a pretty strong movement, but it, it definitely hadn't reached where it is right now, if you know what I'm saying. Um, it just, it wasn't, it was still a very risky, um, very risky thing to support in a way, in a way, um, because we didn't, we, we didn't really, you know, they were trying to make it so violent. And when I say they, I know who I'm talking about um, the this this media, the certain type of media, um, but it was very, very, um, very tough. So the idea that I had was it was simple i want to write about police brutality but i want to write about um a young man who was gunned down by police officers but he's not he's not dead right now he is on life support and you're hearing his thoughts in the story and he's telling you his side of the story because you know we always hear the um the 
the police officer, we always hear um, witnesses, things like that in these um, police shootings, but we never really get to hear what the victim went through, you know? So I wanted to create that. Um, and it was very risky, very risky, because I know my mouth, <laughs> even at 15, even at 15, um, it's probably better now, honestly. But anyway, I came home from school one day and I was telling my mama and my cousin Sakita and my brother Caleb about it. And um, we were all, you know, just sitting around like normal. And I just told them about the idea. And my mama and Keita were instantly like, so how many pages you got written so far? When does it come out? When do you want to put this out? What do you want to cover? It was, like, it, was, it was that response. And so what that response was, was it was motivation for me. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Because, you know, sometimes those you have those people who, when you tell them something, the way that they respond creates a reaction in you that kills your sense of motivation in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways. So I think it, it's important that we surround ourselves with people who uplift us. You know, when you tell, like, for example, say you were to tell somebody, you know what, I think I want to, um, I want to produce a, a film. And here they go. That's hard. Um, I don't really know. You should really take that on. That's going to be a lot of work. And then without even really recognizing it, they have committed murder on your dream. Instead of them saying, you know what, it's tough, but let's get to it. What you need me to do? You need those people around you that when you say, I want to produce a film, what character do you want me to play? Like that's the, that's the type of people we need to surround ourselves with, but that's also the type of person that we need to be. Be a supporting role in somebody else's story. It's okay. Be a supporting role in somebody else's story. You need those people in your life. Surround yourself with people who keep you lifted when you're looking and when you're not looking. Because, you know, sometimes people will be real nice to you in public. <laughs> they real sweet to you and they love they love your business venture. They love your idea. But they will never say nothing about it on, on their social media or they will never tell nobody else about it. So you need those people who are genuinely supporting you and lifting you up when you are looking and when you're not looking energy is crucial protect yours and surround yourself with people who pour into you and not take away from you because that's important um and finally i want to move into um something that's kind of very personal for me and important but um after my parents separated my dad used to call me and my younger brother every morning before school. And he would make us say this, um, this like morning declaration to him. And the, the, the declaration was a moment of pain is worth a lifetime of glory. And in middle school, cause I was in, I was in middle school when they separated. So that was when he first started, you know, doing these calls in middle school. It was just one of those annoying parent things. Like, let me just say this. So pops to shut up about it. Like it was one of those things, you know? So when I finally started to face things and started to go through things when I got in high school, so it took a few years, that quote meant so much to me then. And sometimes you got to go through to appreciate you know what I'm saying? You you can't appreciate a life jacket if you ain't never been in the water. You have to go through those those things to kind of appreciate, okay, like, all right, I see you. I got you. Um, and that, that statement really became my strength. And still to this day, my second year in college, my dad started at my, my first year in middle school. And here I am my second year in college. And that is still 
my morning, not even just my morning declaration. I'll when I'm when I'm in a situation, I'm like, oh Lord, like this is about to drive me nuts. And I say, you know what, moment of pain is with lifetime of glory. A moment of pain is with lifetime of glory. And I just declare that for me. I'm gonna break that down. <laughs> what it means, um, what it means to me, and it became my strength because this statement simply reveals that a moment of pain, a moment of pain is your present going through. The battle that you're currently in, that's your moment of pain. And it's only a moment. It is only a moment. You can't let, the storm can't last always. The sun has got to come out again. It's only a moment. And that moment is worth a lifetime of glory. And that lifetime of glory is when you come up out of that thing, when you up out of there, and you beat that battle, you win that war, that's a testimony that will last you a lifetime. That testimony will last you a lifetime. So that moment of pain is worth that lifetime of glory. The little moment that you're going through is nothing, nothing compared to the glory that's going to come from it. It's, it might seem like it. It might seem like it. But that moment of pain is only a raindrop in an ocean of blessings okay it's only a only a piece only a piece so today my friends that's all i have for y'all <laughs> um i just wanted to encourage somebody today because i've been so overwhelmed with the things that i've seen on my social media i'm like you know i can't comment on everybody's posts um but I, what can i do i just want to encourage somebody and you know this is honestly lifted me myself Something I didn't even know I needed today. But I'm ready to keep fighting. And that's what I want y'all to do. I want to let the people know. I want to let y'all know to keep fighting. Times are hard. And they seem to be getting harder every day. But somehow we're still making it. If this battle wasn't for you to fight, you would not be here fighting it. The fact that God wakes you up every morning, renews your strength is, is a indication that you're supposed to be fighting this fight that you're fighting so keep fighting keep fighting you know the saying god gives the toughest battle to the strongest soldiers y'all know i'm gonna say that one <laughs> and it's the truth it is the truth you're going through is only an indication of your elevation it's indicating that you're going higher so keep fighting you're strengthening muscles that you don't even know exist so get your shield, get your sword, and get back on that battlefield. There are victories to be won. And you you can't win the battle if you're not present. You cannot win the battle if you're not present. So I just want to let y'all know today to fight. To fight, okay? Because you you got this. You got this. So I don't know what it is that you might be going through. I have no idea. And I don't need to know. I don't need to know what you're going through to know that it's meant for you to fight. Because if you were not meant to fight that battle, you would not be here. I'm a firm believer in that. I'm a firm believer in that. Um, so, yeah. That's all I have y'all day. I would like to say a quick little prayer. Nothing too long, you know, because I know Thanksgiving coming up. Ooh. <laughs> so we all got to hear the five minutes, thank the Lord for the turkey, the macaroni, the dress, and the color. We gotta hear, we gotta hear all that on 
on Thursday. But y'all, please be safe, though. Um, even with your family, you have to be safe, okay? Even with your family, you have to be safe. But I just want to um, pray really quick. Dear God, to every ear and heart listening to this podcast right now, Lord, I ask that you go to them right now in their present battle, whatever it is that they're going through, whatever it is that they're faced with right now, Lord God, and you strengthen those muscles that they need to fight this battle. Lord God, restore their fight, Lord, that even when they're getting weak, rest, speak restoration right now in their battle, Lord God. I ask you right now, Lord God, that you get in the midst in that battle right now and you help. You be that battle buddy that they need, Lord God. You show them. You got them. And they have them. I ask you right now, God, that every ear listening and every heart listening, Lord, has their fight restored and they begin to recognize that they are that strong soldier. Amen. All right, y'all. I thank you guys so much for tuning in. I can't even express the love and gratitude that I have. So until next time, keep sipping, keep inspiring, and keep living. Thank you for listening to Miguel's Black Coffee, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe now to Miguel's Black Coffee, wherever you get your podcasts.